All right, I got it. You ready? Yo, Kirby's, welcome back to another HMC Studios Presents. In the news, I am Josh. I'm Erica. And welcome. We are going to cover all of the great news that's going on in the world. And you know what? Let's just jump right into it. We just we recorded honors. a great episode on Saul 10. If you're listening on Monday when In the News comes out, you're going to have to wait till Wednesday to hear our episode, which is great, on Saul 10. I'm sorry. Oh, you're going to have to listen to it, guys. We cover it all. That was a great episode. We cover it all. I had a good time. You were really excited to record and talk about it. I was. I was. I was saved. It took so much not to just text you everything, but I held back. Well, my thumbs would have been hurting. That's number one. And I was just excited. I couldn't wait to talk about it. Now I feel good. And we can continue talking about other horror news we can't the funny thing is generally when we get on here we know we're doing two episodes we'll bullshit for a little bit for the behind the scenes stuff and then i'll say do you want to do in the news or do you want to do the movie first and nine times out of ten you say let's do in the news this time you didn't even hesitate you were like saw 10 like you made me feel like it was a stupid question that i even asked i did didn't i i was like hello Saw like, 10. Is this is is this guy joking? Is this like is this his first day on the job? Of course like, I want to do Saw 10. Come on, man. What? Come oh, on. Loser. But it but we, yeah. we kind of talked about it at the end of it, but I'm going to pull this back up and go over it just a little bit. So I'm still on the thought process that 2024, at the end of the year, when we sit down to do our Stabby's episode, we're going to feel that 2024 has... At least... 2023? No, no, 2024. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're right. 2020. I'm already jumping into... I'm like, wait, what? You're right. You're right. It is only 2023. <laughs> I'm just looking into the future. I'm futuristic. Um, I see that. Okay. <laughs> we are going to reevaluate our thought process that 2022 had better movies than 2023. Because I was looking at my letterbox at the end of Saul 10 so I could give my rating on what I rated the movie. And... Yeah. Scream 6, obviously I'm a, a fuck boy for Scream 6. I think that's what the kids call them. Um, mm-hmm. I can't help myself. I mean, look over here. Yeah. Right? It's everywhere. I can't. It's on my we, face. I can't help yeah. it. Yeah. We would know. Right. Right. I would be, I mean, I would question you if it wasn't. Yeah. I would honest. question myself and my integrity toward life. But I obviously yes. gave Scream 6 a, a, a 5 because I have to. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I yes. went to see it. Twice in theaters. I would have went and seen it a third time, but Paramount released it and I bought it. Anyway, I gave one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six other movies this year already a four and a half. That's a lot. That's that is a lot. That's ninety percent. So we're talking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven movies at either a hundred percent or ninety percent. Right. Hmm. I gave Boogeyman Insidious Five in the Blackening fours. Hmm. So, t- this is going to be a good episode. I I mean, I'd, it's challenging because I'd have to really go back and look at 2022, rate it, whatever's missing, and then do this. But I think that would be a lot of fun to evaluate. Well, we're going to have to. We got the episode coming up. But I mean, right there, you're talking one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine, ten movies this year with a yeah. four or higher Rating. What did I give talk to me? Why is it not up there? Oh, I gave that a three and a half. Mm. That's still, what is that? 60? 
70. That's a little 70. low, though, I think. I'm sitting here thinking because I've talked so much good things about that movie. I'm wondering if maybe that's three and a half a little low. You gave it a three. Well, you, I know your big thing, which I also agree with, was the main character. She's very unlikable. She is. And then you have to watch her for an hour and a half. I think the movie's an hour and a half. So it's kind of hard to get past her, honestly. Because right. otherwise, when I think about it, I the movie is good. It's just I don't like her. And it just makes it so hard. But that's a whole other episode you talked me you talked me into leaving my rating at three and a half i think you're right you and i talked about it and i did do a video on it and um that was what it was it was the character of mia i think her name was mia and i I think so i just didn't like her yep i don't blame you which i didn't either (laughs) i was like oh my god it made it very tough um so yeah i don't know i'm telling you right now we're gonna sit here just my opinion, because we've still got some movies coming out um, that I think are yeah. going to be pretty good. And I have not seen The Exorcist yet. I went in heavy on that movie. It's getting pretty bad reviews, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can figure out how to work this iPad. Everybody's probably like, this fucking guy on his iPad. Like, can he just get his shit together? Um, I am D. No, I want Rotten Tomatoes. Look up. Are you trying to see how much it made? Uh, if you want to look that up, I'll pull up Rotten Tomatoes and see what the scores right. are. Because I'm pretty sure this movie's getting dumped on hard. It is. It is. It's It's not doing... It's not getting good reviews at all. And it's an hour and 51 minutes. Oh, is it really? Yeah, that's that's a lot. <laughs> um, Let's see. Dude, no, my that's shit is running so slow. I'm getting oh, so wow. angry. Oh, wow. So it opened with 27.2 million. That's not great. Domestic or bar global? Let me dive in to that. Well, my Rotten Tomatoes is not wanting to work today, so. Let's see. Okay. Da, 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 da. And they moved... It because this weekend the Taylor Swift Tay-tay. concert movie comes out. Yeah. So that's even with moving it. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes okay. is not wanting to work on my iPad for some reason. It's really pissing me off. Have I ever told you how much I hate Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Well, that's because they. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I thought you meant Bloody Disgusting because they also have too many ads. Okay. So they, with a box office opening weekend some of roughly 26.5 million domestically and nearly 44 million globally and what was the budget because didn't we find out you have to make three times your budget to break even yeah we did find that out uh production budget of 30 million so they got to hit 90 mil just to break even yep and they're at 40 now or that's opening weekend that's so glo- uh, globally it's 44 million. Does that include domestic or is that just talking about? Outside? I think that's, that's domestic. It's everywhere, I believe. Okay. So yeah, it's only made a $14 million profit, which is not real profit from what we learned. Yeah. They'll have to hit 90 to break even. Interesting. Well, the, the, and the good. And this is compared to the original. It generated 
231 million domestically and 429 worldwide. The first Exorcist movie? The original. Now is that um is that I don't know um, if that's adjusted. Yeah, adjusted for inflation. Uh it might be because obviously that that was the 70s so I'm assuming those numbers might be completely different now, but if it is adjusted for now, that's a lot. That's still a lot of money. I mean, it's it's not a Marvel movie, but it's definitely better than uh, 44. Yeah. I, Wait, now I'm reading. Oh, no, that's something else. Never mind. That's a different one. Yeah, I, I so. watched The Exorcist, the original, for the first time when I was sick this past time. Um, I respect everybody that loves that movie's opinion on it and that they have a... I don't know what you would call it, uh, 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 emotional tie to that movie, but I think that movie's terrible. I know. I, I And I had a feeling that movie, I think, is a little bit polarizing. It's one of those classic horror movies that it depends on when you watch it, I think. That was the first time you watched it, right? Yes. I watched it much younger. I think I was 13 Okay. ish so I think it's it depends. It's one of those that it depends. I grew up technically watching it, and I went into it also knowing, oh, it's the scariest movie ever. I did get scared by it. I I still enjoy this movie. I actually went to watch it for the 50th at the theater. Really? And that was a whole different experience because of the sound. It actually is very impressive at the theater because there's more sounds. And I've watched this movie a bunch of times. Okay. I've seen it a lot and to watch it in theater was really cool because it's it's big and there are things that I still picked up on that I never realized watching it at home. So this whole thing of movies being re-released for anniversaries, I'm in for this same, because same. I think it's great to be able to go watch these movies that you enjoyed as a kid, but Obviously, they were they're too old that you didn't watch them in the theater. This is great. Like, I'm in. I'm gonna go watch Nightmare Before Christmas. That's the next one I'm gonna go watch, and mm-hmm. I'm super excited to see it. I watched that on my VHS over <laughs> and over growing up. I cannot wait to watch it full screen yeah. and loud because it's all about music in that one. Right, that'll that one I imagine will be cool. Especially the thing I like about those is that if you didn't get to see it in theaters, you you get to see it in theaters. But yeah. I think that'll be a good segue. Let's let me wrap up uh, Exorcist real quick. The yeah. the Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus is I'm sorry, the Rotten Tomatoes critic score is a 22 percent on 215 Oof. reviews. Their average rating is a 44 percent. Um, yeah. The audience, the av- the uh, audience score is fifty nine percent, and the average yeah. is actually a three point four out of five, which is like sixty eight percent. Yeah. So it's again, these scores are fictitious in my opinion. It's not sixty four percent. I don't think that's that bad for horror. No, I mean that's never bad. I, honestly, anything in horror that's a a fifty or above is technically a win. Yeah, but from what I see, other people just commenting in the horror community, like it's it's lacking scares, is what I'm saying. Just another possession movie that does nothing new. 
Yeah, it's got a 2.2 on Letterboxd, um, which isn't great. So I'm still going to go see it because I was pretty high on this movie. I'm hoping to temper my expectations before I go see it um, just because I don't want to want to be let down but yeah i've I, i'm thinking this one might be a bust might be one i went way too hard on and it might blow up in my face but that's fine that happens quite a lot maybe not maybe you'll end up liking it maybe i don't here's the I mean, other problem is i went in so heavy on it and i have the personality that um i don't want to be wrong so i right. might look for reasons to like it which i might be grasping at straws yeah um <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to go in. I'm going to be fair. I already know it's going to get bonus points from me because of the father daughter aspect of the one character right. and his daughter. Um, yeah. So I know that's going to tug at my heartstrings and I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to like it more than people that don't have that type of relationship with, with another human being like I do um, right. with my kids. So I, I think I'm already going to be a little biased toward it. If I'm just being strictly honest, knowing how I, how I view things, um, yeah. but I'm going to try to be fair from a viewing standpoint of if it really does suck or not. So I, I think I'm probably going to like it more than other people, but I don't know that I'm going to like it as much as I thought I was going to like it. Okay. That's still not too bad. It could be that you just hate it completely. Or that's worse. There is also that possibility that there I there is, but I say, hopefully it. it does end up that way. You like it more than other people but less than what you thought mm. still a win ish somewhere yeah, in there i agree i agree we'll but uh that. to segue <laughs> i agree with you i am also here for the the anniversary releases of movies back to theaters for instance and why mm-hmm. it was a great segue abby and i just went to see house of a thousand corpses in theater for the yep. 20th anniversary technically the 23 year anniversary because it did come out in 2000 it was finished in 2000 it was 2003 right. ironically you and i and you and the horror cafe podcast did an episode on it which was released this week as well i don't yep. know if you planned that or not but it was perfect timing it was great timing <laughs> great i'm Uh, like wow this is so great so we get to the theater and uh my wife i I, every time i say that i hate it because i I immediately think of borat that's like all all i can think of is my wife but anyway (laughs) um has to have a blue raspberry icy and okay. with Cinemark, you can order all of your concessions ahead of time and they have it ready for you. When you get there, you grab it as you walk by to go to the theater. Nice. For whatever reason, there's a glitch in their system and you cannot order blue raspberry ice. You can order red ices. You can mm. order Coca-Cola ices. You can order red and blue mixed ices, but you cannot order strictly a blue raspberry icy. Lame. So we have to get Uh-oh. in line. And it's a new lady working. She has no idea how to work the the register. The popcorn machine is broken. The guy is like hand making popcorn somehow with this thing, like burning himself trying to get this popcorn made. Oh my God. Like, God bless them, dude. They did a great job of trying to satisfy the customers. But we finally get in there to the, in the theater and uh, I missed like, like probably like a minute and a half. Rob Zombie did an interview before the movie Okay. Um, talking about how it got made, all the pro- problems with it. He's like on the lot at Universal, like where they filmed it at. It's all like barricaded up now and stuff. But yeah. um, 
So it, that's how it starts. It's a Rob Zombie interview, and then it goes right into the movie. No previews, nothing. Just right, right into it. And I didn't get to see House of a Thousand Corpses in theaters when it first mm-hmm. came out, unfortunately. Um, like I said, I, I told you guys I kind of missed the boat on that movie originally, um, and then came around on it later. But, dude, what an experience. To, to get to see one of my favorite movies on the big screen, and the sound in that movie, you don't fully appreciate what he did with the sound in that movie, until yeah. you see it in theater and you have the surround sound everywhere. Like, for instance, when they're in the house uh, at the beginning, once they're all at the uh, Firefly house, like, there's people talking all over the place in the background that you don't even hear when you watch the regular movie. And I thought at first it was people in the theater talking. I was, like, f- highly frustrated. Like, uh, cause there's, like yeah. you hear it like it's right over here, but then I finally figured out that it's actually part of the movie and it's like other people in the house talking that you don't mm. hear normally. Got it. And I was like, that yeah. is insane. I like the Spalding stuff hit on another level. Um, the Otis stuff again, the, all of it was just so fun. So cool to see on the big screen. Um, I guess this this is a hundred percent my fault. Um, I guess Abby had never seen this movie. I thought she had seen it with me many times. I've seen this yeah. movie probably a hundred times, and she reminded me when we left. She was like, "I think we started watching this," and I left the room because I just I don't like it. She's like, "I don't like oh, him." No? She's like, "I don't like him. I don't like his music. I don't like his movie." She's, he, she was like, "He creeps me out." She was like, "Yeah, like his." I forget how exactly she worded it. I'd have her come down here and explain it, but she doesn't want to be on camera. Um, <laughs> she basically, she was like, his movies remind me of what it would really be like, like if you were captured by like Ed Gein or like one of these actual yeah. killers. And like, like, and she was like, when I watch his stuff or even when I hear you listening to his music, it makes me think like how many people out there like actually do these things or think of these things. And she was like, and it creeps me out. Like she's like, I just don't like it. And, and that's why his movies always scared me. Right. Because I feel like people like this exist out there and it's scary because mm-hmm. these people feel very real. Yeah. So it adds this extra layer of fear with his movies and they're so as we mentioned there it's grimy and gritty and it looks more real than a more i'm not gonna say i don't know if polished is the right word but more polished slasher you know texas chainsaw even though the original is pretty grimy too but it just has a different feel it has a more real feel where you do think this is legit and this is going on somewhere i i think what he does is and i don't know if i've ever this is like a new, since I've seen corpses in theaters and I mean, I had that conversation on the way home, made me think about it, but like he has his own type of horror that like, I don't feel like anybody else is able to capture because what he does is not your insidious, your conjuring, even like your screams in your Halloweens where it's even Texas chainsaw. Like it's very jump scare heavy. Um, it's a lot of, with Texas Chainsaw, a lot of shock and awe, which, yes, he does that. But, like, I think what he does that's different than everybody else and why I think I'm drawn more to it is the way that he is able to take these characters and somewhat humanize them while also making them so incredibly over the top that you feel like, how could these people really exist in the world? 
And then when you think about it and kind of realize that there probably are people like this in the world and they do exist and these things could potentially happen. I mean, all the Dr. Satan stuff set aside, right? But yeah. like his ability to write these just despicable characters that you somehow are drawn to or that you can laugh at. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of anybody else that does this. Because when you watch House of a Thousand Corpses, and we mentioned this in, in our episode, is that there's the dinner scene almost reminds you of Texas Chainsaw, mm-hmm. right? And Texas Chainsaw, I think, was trying to make that scene cringy, but still trying to be weirdly funny, like what Rob Zombie does, right? With all this crude conversation yes. that you're uncomfortable, but it's funny. Right. But it's like, why am I laughing at this? This isn't funny, but... Right. It's the delivery, right? And I think that's what he's been able to do. It is technically a typical, almost Texas Chainsaw, right? It's a group of people, their car gets messed up, and they get, you know, stuck in this house, right? That's Texas Chainsaw. That's every uh, Hills Have Eyes kind of thing. But it it is the realism. They don't really, well, like you said, except Dr. Satan, they're not wearing a mask. They're facing you as a human. They're not... they're not deformed they're just walking talking human beings that seem they are aware of what they're doing versus texas chainsaw where you can kind of question like all right maybe there's some mental instability so they don't know what they're doing right but here they know they are very well aware and it adds that i think that's what makes it scary and the way that they don't care about it they're just there to capture people Every year, kill them. They don't care. And laugh. And laugh through it, which was my biggest thing. Right. Well, and Laughing, I, killing somebody. And again, I've <laughs> always said this. I've always felt like, yeah, they are necrophiliacs. They are murderers mm-hmm. or serial killers. Yeah. But not to the extent of like what Michael. Michael kills you with a knife. Once you're dead, you're dead. Like his, his goal is to kill Ghostface. Goal is and maybe not to this degree of like Michael, Jason. They love the face. Their goal is to kill you, right? Yeah, like these people in his movies and in, in this Firefly trilogy, their goal is to mentally break you. Like they're not going to kill right. you until they've mentally broke you. It's a game to them, and that yeah. makes it even more scary. Like the fact that they're not just kidnapping you to kill you or to like Texas Chainsaw to eat you because they don't have food. Like they're doing right. this because it's, they think it's fun. They're in their own world, and in, in my opinion, where they're writing their own movie. Yeah. And their sole goal is to watch you mentally deteriorate and then they kill you. And not just kill you, but then manipulate your dead body, which I know. I know in in reality, once you're dead, it is just a body, but it's always disturbing to see somebody in these horror movies and in Mm -hmm. particularly here just manipulate your body to whatever you want. And yeah. it's disturbing and really disgusting because it, it always feels disrespectful, right? You just, sure. this person's dead and this is what you're doing to their corpse. That's terrible. And it just, it adds that because in Texas Chainsaw, you don't really see anything. You just, they get killed and they don't get manipulated. All these other slashers, they don't manipulate the body. Yeah. Like in House of a Thousand Corpses. It's just this, ugh. It's so gross and scary. <laughs> well, and the other thing with it is that, that, in my opinion, doesn't get talked about enough is at the end of the day, Otis, Spalding, 
baby, maybe even like Mama Firefly, Tiny to some extent, Grandpa Hugo. Like they're all, they all perceive themselves as artists, right? Like whether they're playing a role, whether they're putting on a comedy show, whether they're creating sculptures out of the victims that they kill or whatever fish boy right and and alligator man and baby what baby does with the cheerleaders where she dresses up and plays with the cheerleaders like yeah you see them position the bodies and use the bodies to make art and when you what is genius to me is that like when you think of an artist you think of like a taylor swift or you think of like a johnny depp or you think of like uh i don't like a robert de niro type character or jamie lee curtis that's like well put together very established very good speakers like people that you would hold in high regard in society right when you look at these guys you don't think of that at all but and and they think that they are and like Mm-hmm. like you just don't think of that as like an artist right like it's when i was a kid i always thought it was weird to see like the like a big like manly bearded person like singing like that just to me mm-hmm. when i was like a young boy like that wasn't something like that's not what guys did right like they right. worked on cars or they like did labor intensive jobs construction they didn't, or something they didn't yeah. grab their six string guitar and go play music on their porch right but now today that's i mean look at this oliver anthony guy they got famous for singing out in the woods like in with his guitar right like that's normal now yeah and these guys only a few years ago (laughs) exactly and these guys to me like they're gross grimy nasty people but they think like they're these like highly intelligent um I can't think of the right word right now, but like this, like artists, artists. Yeah. Cause they're very proud of fish boy oh, well, naturally. when that's done and it's no, you should not be, but okay. I mean, I don't know how you did it so fast. I think that was one of the things we eventually like, how did you do that so fast, but that's why you're an artist, right? You've got, you've got this down to a science at this point, this body yes. manipulation art. Yes. Basically. So, but, <laughs> Yeah, like that's that's what they they think they're artists, and again, they're living in their own world. And I question because you see it kind of go to the wayside in um, Rejects, Devil's Rejects, which mm. is the sequel. But like, they're obviously this is like on like way up here on like amped up to ten, right? Because it's Halloween. This is like their Halloween celebration they do every year, so Ritual. they're they're yeah. really playing into it. Um, but it'd be interesting to see like how their every normal day to day stuff is. I would venture to guess it's not that ramped up with the uh, the masks and the outfits and all that stuff. So, but. Nonetheless, um, I'd love seeing it in theaters. Abby, not so much, but uh, I'm glad I got to experience it in theaters because I don't know that I will ever get to do that again. Yeah, that that's why when I, I get emails from that, it's Fathom Events, I think is the, I guess the company that releases these movies. I get their emails, so I constantly check it to see what's coming out because I think it's definitely worth it, if especially if it's a movie you absolutely love. So highly recommend out there if you have a movie that's coming out for anniversary or just a re-release. If they re-release, and I know they do it, Harry Potter, I will go watch it again in the theater. And I watch them all in theater. I wouldn't mind seeing it again. 
Did you um, go see? They just did the Deathly Hallows. Uh, we couldn't go, unfortunately, and they did them back to back. So they did. It was like six hours of movies. Because I asked Abby, I was like, "Do you think the girls could sit through six hours?" And she was like, "Absolutely not. Probably like, not. There's no. no way." I'm like, "Oh, fine. Yeah, I, I did see I they did that. that. I could. It's because we love it too. I mean, I I remember I watched Deathly Hallows Part Two in IMAX. Yeah, and it was just this. It was this bittersweet, amazing moment, right? Because it's the last movie, right? But it was incredibly magical to watch it no pun intended in this big screen and it's this is it right it felt like the finality of your childhood was with that movie but i i would do it again i i know they re-release harry potter movies all the time so eventually i'll want to watch it in the theater as an adult since i watch them at home all the time anyway right why not watch it on the big screen again something cool they do here is that they do so the dayton sim symphony the Dayton something something harm I don't remember but they'll play the movie uh, I've heard of this in the back like there's a huge screen and they'll play the movie but then the orchestra plays all the music while the movie's playing right so I think that would be I don't know if the kids would enjoy it I would really like I think Abby would enjoy it so it's something it's we're just so stinking busy that like it's whenever they send me something saying hey this is when it's going to be it's like i can't make that happen but yeah um i I always thought that that. would be cool to go oh yeah and for something like that where harry potter has its own uh iconic music going on right that i can see that being really really nice I'd like well, to do that. I'd I'm do hoping it. they have the movies in theater once the girls get a little older. And um, I think so. We could do it, but hang on, I'm making another drink here. One other thing here, we'll, we'll just jump right into it. I see how bloody disgusting is that Terrifier Three teaser premieres. Wow, premieres only in theaters <laughs> after Terrifier Two on November first, two thousand twenty-three. So are they putting Terrifier Two back in? The- it is. They're going to put I Terrifier so. 2 back in theaters beginning November 1st. Why November 1st? That's a strange choice. My guess is we've got all this Halloween stuff coming out. And like we said, there's quite a few movies being released here in, in October. We've got uh, Five Nights at Freddy's coming out here soon. Yeah, and at the end of the month. I bet November's going to drag. So they probably smartly decided, hey, mm. let's throw this back in theaters in November, see what we can do. Um, this is pretty are cool, gonna, though. In addition, on opening night, the first 100 fans at each theater will receive an exclusive Terrifier 3 poster. Nice. It's pretty cool. Are you uh, going to go? No, it's way too long. It is. Um, I don't really have anybody that would probably want to go see it with me because Abby hasn't even seen the first Terrifier. <laughs> she has no desire to see it. Yeah. Uh, I talked Seth into going the first time. I don't think I could do that again. And if yeah. I'm being completely honest, I don't really need to see this one in theaters again. Yeah, no. Well, you know how I feel, so I'm good. <laughs> it's. I don't even think I would watch it. Here's the problem for me, is, and you know this about me, is I just don't like long movies. I know, and this that one's exceptionally long, and the problem is, I'll, I'm fine with them if I'm in the mood, but it has to be a well-paced movie where I, I at least don't feel the length, but you feel the length in this movie. You really do. You really do. It's way too long. They really could cut out a lot of stuff from that movie. And still would have been, 
I think that actually would have made it better is if they would have cut out a lot. I agree. I think yeah. he he did an interview. Did you stay for the interview after yours? Did you go to see it in theaters? I didn't see it in theaters. So so he did an interview. Damien Leone did an interview afterward uh, that was on there. I mean, he wasn't like live there doing it. It was recorded. But he yeah. talked about how the movie was done. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic hit and everything got shut down. And they were one of the only movies that continued to film through the pandemic. And because of that, they got extra funding or somehow Mm. they got more money. Okay. And his timeline got extended and he was able to go in and add more stuff to the movie. Got it. Which, in my opinion, because of my personality and I like shorter movies, I'm thinking it's to the detriment of the movie for me. I would like to have seen the original what he had originally put together and where it was at. I think yeah. the first one is perfect. The first one is fine. I I it's weird to say you like that movie because it's so it's so gross and everything, but I the first one was fine and I think it was an hour and a half. Yeah. Perfect time, well paced, but this one oh my god, I would I would love to see what he did have originally and it probably is the hour and a half perfect time. Probably. And when I say the first one is perfect, yeah. I meant the timing of it was timing, like yeah. the, the length of the movie was, was perfect. perfect. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, another one here, the strangers chapter one, first posters bring back the original mass trio. Um, I'm on bloody disgusting still. I don't, I'm probably going to hang out here for most of the episode. Same. I'm here. I'm um, here with you. So the Strangers Chapter One. So I think they're going to do three of these. They signed on for what's what's your relationship with the first Strangers movie from two thousand eight? I only watched because uh, I think there's a part two, right? To this, yeah, it's called Birds of Prey, I think, and it's uh, it's not that good. Yeah, I never watched it. I watched the original. I don't know if I saw this in theater, which honestly, it probably would have been in great in theater. So I don't think I did. This movie, initially, I don't know why I watched it. I was kind of disappointed. When I watched it the second time, I was a little older. And it freaked me out because naturally it has home invasion going on. And at this other level, in my opinion. So this movie is pretty scary. I think it's good for under the skin. And that's the the staring, the hiding in closet, the mask. The reason is always yes. scary because I, I don't know. I, I know now at this point has been used over and over in different ways, but they're the original ish of that reason of why they're doing it. It's so simple and genius. And mm-hmm. I think that could happen and it makes it that much scarier. So, but why are we doing another one? If it's not even that old is my thing and there's nothing wrong with it. So when it I'm says kinda... the, the it says chapter one is going to essentially be a remake of the original, while it sequels okay. chapter two and three will blaze a new path. So I'm wondering. Okay. I love the first one of my favorite movies. Um, I think it's going to be really hard to recreate the energy from that movie. Yeah. Because I think at the time it was kind of it's it predated a lot of the home invasion stuff that we think of now, but I think it was kind of like the first of its kind. And I have to agree with you. It's also so simple. The movie is so simple. And a lot of the scares 
come from things going on in the background that that don't have like a specific sound. Like yeah. like with Insidious, the jump scares come from the violins most of the time, right? Like yeah, something yeah. happens on the screen you see, but it's the what scares you is that shock from the violins that, that are so loud. And in this movie, the sound, the score for this movie is so well done. It's almost like its own character in the movie and the fact yeah. that it's just like so in the background, a lot of it doesn't make any sense as to why it's happening, but like those knocks at the door, the music stops. There's a knock at the door. Like, yeah, you see the guy in the potato sack mask walking around behind her at one point. Like the scares are so good because they're not jump scares. It's just like you put yourself in that position of the person. You're like, Oh my God, could you imagine like this person walking around behind you and you have no idea. Nope. That they're even there. That's one of the scariest scenes is the, I I call him the sack guy too. (laughs) When he's standing, I think it's the kitchen, right? Like she's obviously in focus and he's in the back. Mm -hmm. No, you know what? I think I'm going to revisit this movie this month. I think this is a, I don't, I don't know why I didn't think about this, but this is actually a pretty good Halloween season movie. Cause it's yeah. scary. Cause it's real life. Scary. Right. But I feel as popular as this movie is. I also feel that it's not, if that makes sense, it's popular, but I don't feel like it's talked about too much, but it is because yeah. obviously they're redoing it, but I don't know. It's not a movie. It, that gets brought up often. I agree with that. I think, I think it's one that gets drastically overlooked, but it's one that when I think what the problem is, is that it's not one that immediately comes to people's, uh, the forefront of their brains when they, when you talk about horror movies, but then when you say like, Hey, have you seen the strangers? Like, Oh my God, that's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Right. But for some reason it just doesn't get the credit that it deserves. But another scary thing that, I hope they add to these new movies is the fact that it seems 100% realistic that this entire scenario could happen. Like, yes, it's just two people that were came home from a wedding. They had a fight at the wedding, mm-hmm. which was like a realistic argument that situation that people could yep. have. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have this argument and from there, it's just like, there are two people that are already like depressed because they come home to the house and he has this whole thing set up because he was 100% thinking she was going to say yes when he asked her to marry him. So the house, That's I mean, there's right. roses everywhere. The bathtub's ready to go. The uh, He's got like wine for them to drink. Like the whole house is set for a celebration. Yeah. And you get to, I think initially you don't even know why that whole story unfolds as the other story unfolds. So you don't even understand at first what's going on or why they're acting so weird. Yeah. It's, I need to rewatch this. I think like, and it's exactly what you said. It's not a movie that comes to the forefront, but then when you bring it up, it's like, Oh yeah, that movie really scared me. It's one of the scary. Cause I think when you, when you do read about it, it is considered one of the scariest movies because of how realistic this is, including them arguing the engagement not going as planned and then home invasion, which can definitely happen for absolutely no reason. 
Well, and that's the other scary thing is at the end is the the reason was because you were home. Like, that's terrible. <laughs> that is awful. Like, if if anything scares me, it's that. That's just it's by chance, right? And all those usually those things are by chance or because they've watched you and they've just picked you, and that's it. Well, Ugh. I mean, it's it's a crime of opportunity, right? Yeah. No thanks. I'm with <laughs> oh you. Um, I'll touch <laughs> so on this. I'll one. be watching it. <laughs> well, I I think I might honestly revisit it. I think it'd be one that would be fun to watch on the projector outside by the fire. Ooh. Um, so maybe maybe <laughs> I <I'll>, think so. <laughs> maybe I'll try to make that happen. But uh, I'll yeah. touch I'll touch on this one briefly. I know that it's not uh right up your alley, but uh, The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live, Rick Grimes returns February twenty twenty four. So there's a video out for this. Mm-hmm. Um, of course they had to pick the grossest, nastiest picture of Rick Grimes, but I know what the hell. So this surprises me because I was under the understanding. I was under the understanding. Does that, is that impression? I was was under the impression. I was under the, I was of the understanding. Uh, Sure. Um, (laughs) this would be on one of my, my 10 minute videos. I do alone where I zoom in on my face and I say, I'm like, yes, I I just said something very stupid. Um, which I don't know if people like or don't like, I guess, but I like it. So I like when you do the zooming in. Well, personally, here's my thought process on that. And correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me if you think this is stupid of me, but I feel like other people would cut that out of their video because they messed up. Yeah. I think it's funny when I mess up. So I like to zoom in on my face when I do it so that you really see that I'm an idiot and then make like the swoosh sound so that you like, you know what I mean? Like, whoop, I'm an idiot. I think it's great. Okay. Plus, it makes it to me, everybody messes up. And I don't always want to see this perfect video on mm. YouTube. I think, like, I actually like when some YouTubers that I watch, when they show bloopers at the end, I love it because I want to see people be normal. Yeah. It's, you can't just naturally talk this way every day for a That's perfect true. video. So I like it, especially well, the little sound. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here is a behind the scenes revealing, pulling back the curtain. I don't cut anything out of those videos. So I hit record. I talk all the way through it. I go back. I'll cut out dead space. And then if I screw up, I zoom zoom in in on it, back out, continue the video. So that's that's it. They're one continuous video. And I generally don't do more than one take. Because I just Damn. don't have time, people. I don't have time to do it. That's true. That is true. They're I was tough. I was under the understanding that this was going to be a series of movies. However, it appears, oh. based on this article, that this is going to be a new series. Oh, geez. I didn't even know this was happening. I just, I'm still shocked that it has this much fandom still. I mean, good for them. It's well, a good thing. I knew this was coming from, I th- again, I thought it was going to be, there were supposed to be three movies because what happened is Andy oh. Lincoln lives in uh, England. England. Right. And his kids are older and he did, he had to come here to film The Walking Dead in Atlanta for months right. and he didn't want to do that anymore. So he, mm-hmm. that's why they wrote Rick off the show. They decided he didn't, he wasn't going to do it anymore, but they left it in a way that he could come back because okay. what the deal I thought they had made was that he would make movies. That way he'd come here, do the movie, be done with it, 
and he could go back, and then they would still have content yeah. when they included Rick. Um, and that's why they also wrote Michonne off the series because she is going to be in these movies or these series with Andy Lincoln. Um, but it that sounds is. like they're bringing it back to be a series, which, okay, I mean, they hmm. did it very smart in the way they did they've written him off and they fast forwarded like years into the walking dead universe before they picked up the storyline again. So they have so much content they could write for Rick because they've got from the time he did. So the new series when Rick died, because what happened Mm -hmm. is a a bridge exploded and they never found his body. Right. I remember that. Um, they, the next season fast forwarded like 10 years. Oh, that I don't think I remember. I'm pretty I think sure it might 10. be when I stopped. That might watching be it. way ahead, but I'm pretty sure it was ten years that they fast forwarded, mm. or maybe it was five. Whatever. Nonetheless, they they fast forwarded like years into the future, and they never mm. found Rick. And the community continued on, and that's when they uh, did the Whisper storyline, which I thought was awesome, uh, and then the okay. Alexandria storyline, which was not as good as it could have been because they were rushing it to get the series over with. Uh, mm. A la last season of Game of Thrones. But um, I'm interested to see how they they do this because Michonne leaves to go look for Rick, essentially, is what happens because she finds a... uh, I don't want to ruin this for anybody that hasn't seen it because, honestly, if you go back and watch all this, the the seasons are really good. It drags in the middle, but it gets better at the end, uh, especially once they introduce Negan. But they get some proof that Rick may still be alive, so then she Mm -hmm. goes to look for Rick, and then she's off the show they were supposed to do the movies. I know the pandemic screwed up a lot of this. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with it. I know I said I was going to, hey, I'm going to touch base on this and move on really quick. And then I talked about it for 20 minutes. But um, <laughs> we are Walking Dead fans. So we are. I, I, mean, get I, got, it. I got it. Hang on. There's, Other way. Yep. There's Negan and all the Walking Dead comics are down below there. I can see the tops of it. Because I know it's there. That's what she I said. <laughs> I know it's there. I know the store somewhat. I know. You're freak you're a frequenter of the store. Yes. What else do we got here, dude? Do you want to? I mean, I've been avoiding the big news because I thought we would end with it, but it's what time is it? It's eleven. I figured you were saving it for last. I will say I did watch VHS eighty five last Friday. Ask you. Yes. Tell me about it. It was terrible. I was very sad. I I was really mad like halfway through the movie because I couldn't believe this is what was happening. And the only good part was Scott Derrickson's section and you immediately knew it was his section. I mean, you just knew it. Yeah. And it wasn't enough to save it. It was just so disappointing. I, it was just crap. I, I'm so upset that it sucked and it barely had an 80s feel. So I don't even know why they bothered putting the 85 on there. So that, not even that saved it. Like the whole 80s aspect. It was just so disappointing. I, I think they should stop and I'll still watch it. Don't get me wrong if they release more, but I think they should stop. That's unfortunate. I was hoping that you really enjoyed it. I did not. I did not. Sadly not. And uh, Mark did not enjoy it either. So it wasn't just me, but there are people who love it. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the good thing is you didn't like it. Mark didn't like it. So he is in good company. 
We are both in good company. He is in I good company. Him. He is in yeah. good company. You are in mediocre at best <laughs> company. Not at all. With him. Okay. So yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, did so you we know both disliked it his in the news episode that we did is the lowest downloaded hmc episode ever no oh it's really not i'm joking um i just oh. i just hope he listens like, to this i know he doesn't have time to listen to me anymore so i just throw things yeah. in to see I, if he does listen i know he'll text me and say something mean so that's what i'm shooting yeah. for but i'm like oh my god well, what that makes me sad um i was hoping that it was going to yeah. be good because you said you'd let me know. And then I thought, you know what? Maybe this will be what revitalizes it. And I can go back from scratch and get Don't caught up. But at this point, I, I think I'm going to skip it. Nah, just skip it. Just skip it. Um, I, Now it's just making me nervous for Hell House, which is coming out at the end of the month on Shudder. Mm. I'm very excited too, but I'd be lying if I wasn't nervous, but we'll see. I'm going to we'll go back to my previous comment from a few episodes ago and that shutter is just not yeah, good it's not good yeah it's not so that's why i'm scared because unless i missed it i don't think the original hell house was ever it's not a shutter exclusive i think now it's I mean, they probably would have bought rights or has the property who knows whatever all that stuff means so it you know, it was a different movie, but once Shutter gets their hands on things, it's just it's not great. It's not good. Not great. Yeah. Not great. So we'll all. see. But right, yep, well. saw it, didn't like it. Let us know if you liked it. If you did, well, at least somebody did. <laughs> well, I didn't. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. I'll take your word on it. You will be the official HMC Studios um uh Raider footage for that particular movie because i don't think any of the other ones are gonna watch it so it's it's no. it's just you i'll be your found footage person because i don't think anybody really watches found footage right i think jess might dabble in it but seth and i not at all right. seth and hates it yeah. um so yeah i hear you There's i that. love it so i'll keep you informed all right you're the greatest <laughs> of all time let's jump into the big news so it is official Halloween, mm -hmm. Miramax slashes into the TV rights to the franchise. So anybody and everybody that went and listened to my uh, brief update on the Halloween franchise from earlier this week, where I said I was fairly positive that A24 was going to end up with the rights to the television. Yep. I was wrong. I was inaccurate. I jumped the gun i put the cart in front of the horse and i may have jumped the shark i don't know what all that means i've heard people use these terms in everyday sentences and i've never truly understood what that meant but i'm sure that i probably nailed it with one of them as to yeah. what i did here but Deadline reports Miramax Television has signed a wide-ranging deal with Trankus to develop a co to develop and co-produce a Halloween TV series which also includes a first look agreement on other television projects for the international marketplaces. Um, from what I've also heard, and actually they say it in the next paragraph here, the new Halloween series is envisioned to potentially launch a cinematic universe spanning film and television. So what oh, I wow. had read or actually listened to earlier while I was driving was that they are planning to, or the thought process is they are going to do television 
and movies. So I don't know if the television like series yeah. will lead into an eventual movie or they'll put out a movie which leads into a television series. I don't really know how that's going to work. But um yeah. wow. Miramax has it. The one thing that has me excited about Miramax getting it instead of A24, and I don't know if you know this or not, but Miramax are actually producers on the new Scream movie. So Scream 5, yeah. 6, and the upcoming 7. Miramax are actually producers on those. So You're hoping for some radio silence going on? I'm not going to be upset if they bring in <laughs> my boys from Radio Silence. Yeah. I, I think... That would be a great idea because if I like what they did with Scream, I was not a huge fan of this other trilogy of Halloween, mm-hmm. to be honest. So I am fatigued with this. So they really need something because there's so I mean, I haven't I've told you I've only seen Rob Zombies. Right. So that's two. I've seen the original Halloween one and two mm-hmm. h2o once maybe a what? long time ago i watched that twice last week i know i i don't remember it uh th- this original trilogy part three what is it the season of the witch whatever that's called that is a blasphemous addition <laughs> to the halloween franchise okay you don't like the song it's midnight right now do not get me started on halloween three we'll be I here know. we'll be here till 2 a.m i know <laughs> but the point is, this is what when we talked about it with Scream, right? Scream has, I mean, granted, they don't have as many movies as Halloween, Friday the 13th, all these Elm Street and Hellraiser even. But they because they give out quality movies. I think that's where these slashers, I mean, granted, the even the last trilogy, I just didn't like them, but they were quality movies. I think they need to at least continue with quality and how they're going to make an original story, right? That's, I think, the challenging part at this point. Yeah. Because it's so many years of it, right? Since 70, I can't remember, like, the exact, but from the 70s. 78? Is that right? I think either 77, 78, around there. That's a long time to be Michael Myers and come up with something new. But I'd love to see Radio Silence do it. Well, they did it generationally, right? Like you had the 78 and 80 or 78, 79. I think it was 78 and 80. It was Halloween, Halloween 2. Yeah, Um, I think so. Then, of course, John Carpenter always wanted it to be an anthology. So that's why you got Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which Mm -hmm. is just how stupid John Carpenter is. Um, But I'm I'm kidding, kids. Calm down. Um, Then you got 4, 5, 6 in the late 80s, early 90s, I think. I think Halloween 6. Seven came out in I think Halloween six, which is uh the revenge of Michael Myers. Mm. You got the return of Michael Myers, the revenge of Michael Myers. Return Revenge Curse. Curse of Michael Myers, which is the sixth movie. That one came out in ninety five. That's the one with Paul Rudd. Um I'm pretty sure I'm gonna fact check myself on that because I don't want to be like an idiot and I've had a couple drinks tonight, so you know I don't want to people be, have checked you before <laughs> and they like to do that because like this guy's yeah, a big do. forehead <laughs> he looks very pasty tonight <laughs> he's got a very greasy forehead i'm just like buying time as i type this in um <laughs> 
September 29th, 1995. Suck it. Um, Boom. That's you right. got it. I dropped this whiskey drink, but I don't want to. Um, <laughs> then you had Halloween H2O, which, you know, tried to play on the Scream era. They did. They yep. made it relevant to that time period. Rob yep. Zombie's early 2000s, right? 2006, 2007? I think, yeah. I think it was Mm -hmm. 06 and 09. You had the Rob Zombies, and then you started getting these new David Gordon Green version, which is Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends. So you've had a generational um, release of all these movies, right? What scares me with this, and I'm maybe, again, jumping the shark for the people that know what that means. I don't know what it means. You don't know what it means? Do you know what that means? So I was explained <clears throat> that, you know, the show Happy Days. I've heard of it. OK, well, apparently that show went on, I guess, for a very long time. I've seen a few episodes, whatever. And apparently there was this one episode where a, a character literally goes, I think it's a uh, water skiing and jumps a shark. And that's where basically the show was just that was over the top and that was the mm. failure of the show. And that's what it's supposed to mean that you're jumping the shark. It's just, it's extra. It's, it's just that you went so over the top that it's unbelievable. And it's a lot, it's too much for the show. That's how it was explained to me. I don't mm. know how accurate that is. Are you Googling this right now? If people are going to do this to me, I'm going to do it to you. Absolutely. I was explained that. I did not Google it, so I don't know if it's true or not. Are you ready? <laughs> completely wrong. Yes. If they lied to me, that sucks. To reach a point where something stops becoming more popular or starts to, de- to decrease in quality. The show jumped the shark a few years ago. Will Twitter mm-hmm. soon jump the shark? Yeah. But, but where you, were, you were correct. Oh. The, uh, so where did the expression jump the shark come from? Mm. The phrase refers to a scene in the long-running 70s sitcom Happy Days in which its okay. comically cool main character, Arthur Fonzarelli, a.k.a. Fonzie, Fonzie okay. a.k.a. From Scream. <laughs> the principal in Scream. Yeah. Literally jumps over a caged shark on water skis. Okay, cool. So I was informed correctly so yeah that's what it means that it just it's too over the top that's it yeah that's what i've always known the expression as very good they explained it better but there we go there you have it i was i wasn't lied to i think you explained it perfectly it was everything you did right there was excellent um thank you hats off to me so anyway here's what may have me worried okay Mm mm-hmm We couldn't be more excited to bring Halloween to television. We are thrilled to expand our long and successful partnership with Trankus and the brilliant Malik Akkad, Malik Akkad, I think it's Malik Akkad, in introducing this iconic franchise to a new form of storytelling and a new Hmm. generation of fans. Hmm. That tells me... It's generational, yet again. (laughs) What scares me with this, okay? And I know I came around on it initially. I mean, not initially. What am I talking about? I eventually came around on it, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Initially, I hated it. This makes me think of the Chucky TV show. 
Because mm. that first okay. season and even the second is really geared toward a younger generation of fan. Now, I did come around on it eventually, is what I meant to say. Right. Because um, <laughs> initially, as you know, I hated it. Yep. So you left me. You left me in the pond by myself. I did. But I here's the thing, Erica. I left you in the pond, but I threw you a life raft because I told you you could use all of my Chucky movies to get caught up and understand the lore behind it. <sighs> so I, while I left you and I grew as a person, <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I grew as a person and yes. I'm emotionally stronger because of it. Um, I didn't leave you in the dust. No. You know, I didn't leave you back at mile marker 55 and I'm up at like mile marker 80 from okay. a, from just from a, a, a personal growth standpoint. Mm -hmm. We're more like in the water, you and I, I'm just, I happen to be on a boat and I threw you out a life raft and I said, Hey, if you want to get mm -hmm. on the boat and be <laughs> emotionally strong, like me, <laughs> grab the life raft. Come over you to did. the H come over to the HMC Studios boat. Like, come on, get in the boat. You did. It's getting I'll cold. Give you that. It's getting cold. It's almost November. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to be in the water in Ohio in November. So I'm saying. No, probably not. Probably this, not. This isn't Florida. Erica, grab the life raft. Eh, debatable. Maybe <sighs> we'll see. Time is so limited. We'll see. All I'm hearing is that you're willing to self damage. Yes. I'm not emotionally <laughs> strong for this. I'm just not. <laughs> uh, I Chucky don't believe is you. not convincing for me. Oh, <laughs> every listener is like, what is going on right now? Um, <laughs> honest to God, Brooke from Elm Street and uh, whatever their action podcast is called, the Last Action Hero podcast. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> completely... <laughs> disagree with him he is like this is stupid i'm over it get off my <laughs> lawn no i'm not serving no popsicles i'm like dude i don't they could release a halloween movie every single year and i'm here for it i let halloween yeah. kills get the better of me i got upset and i shouldn't have and i own that i went too hard on halloween kills i want them to continue making michael myers footage content everything forever and i'm gonna watch it i'm excited yeah. Because you know what? At some point, they're going to stop. And then we're all going to be sad. And we're going to be like, well, we need a... For instance, all... And he, Brooke, from the Last Action Hero podcast, he said, so why, why don't we make some Friday the 13th content, guys? We haven't had a Friday the 13th movie since 2009. I'm like, okay, A24 owns the rights to that. You're going to get it. It's going to be a television show. However, what happens... In what when was the last Halloween movie released? Last year, so 2022, right? Yeah. What happens uh, 15 years from now when we haven't had a Michael Myers movie? Is he going to be like, or not just him? I'm picking on him because I know him, right? Like, yeah. Everybody, are they going to be, is everybody going to be like, well, why aren't we making more Michael Myers movies? Well, because you guys all bitched about it because you're whiny little kids and you don't appreciate things, little kids. Like when your parent, <laughs> here's the thing, little kids, your parents work hard for you. They go out and they get you all of these things at Christmas. Okay. 
and Santa brings you all these things at Christmas, and you open them, and last year you got a PS5000, because I'm sure that's the version they're on right now. And this year, you know what? You didn't get one, but you got one last year because your parents worked really hard, and you yeah. opened your presents this year, and you were a little sad. You know why? Because you already have that PS7000, and you didn't get a new one this year. You're spoiled. All of you little horror fans are spoiled right now. Talking to all of you. We are. Spoiled. We are spoiled. I'm not talking to you. You're with me. You're over here. We're not. We understand. True. Okay. You're in you're in good company here, not with me. I'm Mark. on the boat. I'm back on the boat. You're back on the boat, baby. I'm just joking. I'm kind of not really joking, though. I think we're very spoiled right now because of the pandemic. It yeah. forced us to be dumped on with all this great stuff. And in a few years when we're not getting it, we're all going to be bitching and moaning about it. And I want you to remember, Erica. On the HMC Studios presents in the news, October, whatever today is. 16th. Well, okay. it will release on the 16th. Okay. October 16th. Josh, you called this. You said we were all going to be complaining because we're not getting enough content. And then I'll go back and I'll listen. I'm like, you're right. I am one of the problem children. By the way, Whew. because we obviously record this ahead of time. Yes. It is now officially Friday the 13th. Dude, happy Friday the 13th. Cheers. Happy Friday the 13th. I just I'm going wore, to happy hour later. I just so. wore myself out. Did you? That's it. <laughs> you need to pass out on the boat now. I mean, it wouldn't be uncommon of me to pass out on a boat. I've done it a time or two. <laughs> Doesn't it feel good? Is it? Until you get a sunburn, then that's not so good. Well, no, I don't boat in the day. Who boats during the day? I'm a night boater. I boat during the day. No, it's terrible. It's a terrible idea. That's why you look hot. nice and tan. Did you just say you look hot? Is that what you just said? No, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. No. I am not narcissistic at all. No. Well, it was perfect timing. Because I was like, well, that's why you look and you're like hot. I know. The timing, I realized, I'm like, like, oh, no, here we go. I said, it's hot. Been hanging out with me too much. Um, (laughs) That's why you look nice and tan, and I look like a porcelain doll. That's the reason, because you go boating during the day. I go boating at night when the moon is out. I mean, that's kind of cool, too, though. It's a little scary, though. Let's be honest. I drink too much to get on a boat, okay? That'd just be a terrible (laughs) idea. Abby would never, never approve it. Never approve it. Never, ever approve it. So, okay, to wrap it up, I'm very excited about anybody. Blumhouse could have gotten this, and I would have been happy mm. about it again because I just love Michael Myers movies. I like the yeah. Halloween aura and everything around it, less you know Halloween 3. It's okay. Um, I'm here for it. I'm not like Brooke from Arnold Schwarzenegger's Last Action Hero podcast. I'm not so amazing. an old grumpy man, okay, with a semi-weird haircut. No offense, Brooke. Um, that's all I got. Where are you at with Halloween? Are you here for it? Are you sick of it? Do you want them to stop? Are you excited? What? Talk to me. I, I'm interested in the show. Because if we can get more backstory or more on the town, mm-hmm. I'm more interested in a show than a movie, to be mm-hmm. honest, right now. And I want to see what they can come up with. Because I can't even imagine what they can do creatively anymore Mm -hmm. so doing a show i i would want to see what they're gonna do what 
timeline, what characters. And since they're saying it's for new fans, what does that mean? Right? Like, I just... That could also be good or bad or annoying. Who knows? Uh, You definitely, I think, if you're saying it's what you think it's going to be like Chucky, you probably have to go with an open mind, I guess, with the new change for new fans. But that's how you keep the fans coming, right? You have to adapt. You bring in new fans, and that's how those franchises keep going, basically. I agree. I think you hit the nail on the head. Yes. Bam. We didn't jump the shark. <laughs> Not yet, but you never know. We haven't seen season one. They may jump the shark. But I would tell you what. I don't think HMC Studios presents in the news has jumped the shark yet. Agree. Yet. <sighs> that warmed me I would out, never dude. do that in real life, by the way. Jump over Either. a shark? I think no. out of the two of us, you would be the one that would jump over a shark. Yes, but I would still not do that. Absolutely not. They terrify me. There's no way. Ashley V, Ashley V, our patron member, she sent me a video the other day of a pier in Florida, and there was a saltwater crocodile, I think. Big. Yep. She sent it to me, too, because it was actually on the news here, obviously. Like swimming under the dock where these kids had been swimming like five. Like I'm like, when we're at Coco next year, then we're not getting in the water. Yeah. Uh, Florida water. It's beautiful, but it's a little dangerous out there. And my kids love it. They're like, Dad, let's go boogie board. And I'm not wearing a life vest. I'm like, okay, one, you are. Two, eh, debatable. Don't do it. Here's what you have to understand is they want to go boogie boarding. But what they want to do is they want to both be on a boogie board, right, with me in between them. And then I got to hold the bottom of the boogie board. Mm, So I'm doing this. I'm like continually like jumping like this with the boogie boards and getting this obliterated with salt water in my mouth. Like, Oof. that's tough. Like poof, poof, what poof. you do for kids. I'm telling you, dude, they don't even know. And then they get mad. They're like, dad, you're not holding my board. I'm like, I'm fucking getting dad. all this fish piss out of my mouth. <laughs> I know. Oh God. That's true. Right. When you think about it, all the piss and shit from fish. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that. Anytime, but it's probably, salt water, so it's more sanitary. Probably a bunch of fish semen just Aww. impregnating. Now you took it to the next level. Impregnating my mouth with all this. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Uh, do you have any video game news you want to talk about? Anything I actually fun? don't this time. That's okay. I It's it's 12.30 in the morning. I understand. You're like, you know it what? It is. I, but honestly, I don't know what's wrong this week on... My Instagram usually has like video game stuff going on, but nothing's populated this week. So Mm. I think it's a slower week in the Mm. gaming industry, at least for me. Maybe they took the month off because they're like, you know what? This is movie time. Let's just take a chill pill and we'll hit him hard in November after Terrifier 2 re-releases. Maybe. No, they should be hitting us with horror games and putting horror games on sale. Just saying. (sighs) Probably, but they didn't. Somebody listen to me out there. Have I showed you this yet? Oh, hey, Pennywise. What's up? This is cool. I think Jess I thought got it was a lollipop, this. to be honest. Nah, it's a balloon, I think. It looked like a lollipop. Here. Yeah, Jess got me this. I w- the Chucky picture wow. came through so good last time. I was trying to recreate it with Pennywise, but I don't think it's going to work. He's quite scary. That's a really nice doll, though. I think like Jess really got well me made. this. Maybe somebody else got it for me. I don't know. It doesn't matter at this point. Um, well, in that case, that's all I have. After that rant, I'm, I've worn myself out. I don't know how I'm going to recover. 
You will. I'm sure you'll be be back next week. I will. I'll be right here. Same time, same place. You will also be right. Cause I have the dates now. So I know when it is because I am a good friend. I'm going to text you tomorrow. (laughs) When is it? (laughs) Don't scroll Uh, up. (laughs) I I wrote it down. In that case, I would like to give a huge thank you to all of the patrons who give us their hard earned money to listen to us. Talk about horror movies, talk about seasonal depression. Look at my dolls that I keep down here and I play with when nobody else wants to talk to me. I have conversations. I pretend to be Pennywise, Chucky, Leatherface and Ghostface all at the same time. It's a lot of fun. And Jigsaw, of course. Uh, Thank you to Aaron P., Colette S., Zach F., Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast, Kimberly D., Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, Caitlin Ashley V., Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street and a podcast on Fury Road. Their podcast is not really called The Last Action Hero Podcast. The Last Action Hero. But I bet now they're wishing they would have called it that. I need to go ahead and... And copyright that. And my lovely mother, yep. Nana Stevie Nicks. Tune in Wednesday to hear HMC Studios presents Saw 10. How many Saw movies are there? There are exactly 15 Saw movies, Erica, but I don't know where they came up with this Saw X. I think X means 15. I think so. I just don't know Roman numerals. It's okay. I think they did Saw X to compete with Fast and the Furious, if I'm being honest, because it's, you know, it's Fast X, right? They're like, well, let's do Saw X. Saw X. And somebody's like, we only have eight movies. We can't do Saw X. And he's like, just just calm down, everybody. But in that case, he's like, calm down, everybody. Um, That was a, that might be worse than your Jigsaw impersonation. Maybe, maybe, but I sound constipated. You sounded just... Angry? I don't know. I sound like Horse. a like I'm sounded sick. Like a cold. I have a co- I'm a COVID. Like a bad cold. I'm Jigsaw. If he yeah. had COVID. There you go. And yeah. I am if he had constipation. Yeah, so. it's a real problem. It's but, fair. I mean, in that case, we're out of here. Bye. Bye. I thought you forgot. You were like, Nah, I'm good. I ain't gonna say all that, dog.